don't believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. Melbourne scored! Melbourne scored in the corner! One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me as oh, 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 Wow! He hits it, he's got it! He's got the fair goal! He's got the premiership! He has gone from, as I said, a captain to a legend, and probably rugby league immortality. Ah, oh, goosebumps again. Every week it gets me. Big League Magazine, run to the finals podcast. Round 21 already, can you believe it? Brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on one 555 Joined by Maria Cialis, editor of Big League Magazine, and Pam Whaley, senior writer, uh, as uh, each and every week. Uh, morning, girls. How are we? Great. Morning, thanks. Yeah. Had a coffee today, so... Oh, <laughs> that changes yeah, everything. That changes everything. <laughs> <laughs> and Pam, you spat your chewy out, so that's great. After I your did, coffee. yes. <laughs> You're well, we weren't going to mention that, were we? Sorry. About <laughs> uh, lots to get through on today's show. We're going to have a look at all the headlines. And aren't there plenty of them? Headlines from the game of rugby league in the week that's just gone. Uh, we might have a look at uh, what might make the headlines. Have a look at all the games that are coming up in round 21. We've also got a 1970s masthead on our big league. Oh. Uh, yep. All the pages look like they did back in the day. Oh, fantastic. Great touch. Uh, well done, Art yeah. Department over there at Big League Magazine. Yeah, doing well. Yeah, excellent. Uh, we're going to go to our uh, stats corner, our fantasy uh, uh, look up with Chris Kennedy, or CK1, as we like to call him <laughs> here at Big League Magazine podcast. <laughs> and we're also going to have a look at our... Some of us got their fearless predictions right last week. And some sucked. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, like pick on hair morning or something? Maybe. Jesus. Uh, and we'll have our social media star. This is, a, <laughs> this is gaining traction, isn't it? Uh, the social media star of the week. Uh, and speaking of social media, we'll tell you how you can win. Uh, it's a great trip. A four nations trip. Trip of a lifetime. That's what it is. Just by using the hashtag MyBigLeague across social media. But some of the headlines that have dominated uh, throughout the course of this week, the bunker was back in the news for all the wrong reasons. People suggesting that the $2 million wasn't well spent because Joe Burgess dropped everything else in the game on Monday night, but maintained possession when uh, having that try, scoring that try, although it was disallowed by the bunker. Which way did you see it, Maria? I am on the fence, as usual. Nice. Um, look, when, when when we um, they 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 produced some other angles of it, and it did look like he lost control. But look, I can go either way. I think people are a lot harsher on the bunker than they should be, mm. to be honest. You know what? Because it's easy. And it it's is nice mm. to be harsh yep, on the bunker. Yeah, Pam. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the fence as well. They they did release a, a new angle, which is how they um, came to the conclusion that he had lost the ball. So you could see that there was separation. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it, it could have been a 50, 50 call. And I think that it was a little bit of an overreaction, but that I guess people just didn't have this new angle and then people were already angry about it. So we're not going to get people to change their minds. To, yeah. yeah exactly. We have to remember that. And that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's wrong. We should well, see everything. That's the whole point of the bunker. And the bunker should see everything before making decisions. I had no problem with the decision, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's hard to maintain that thought when everything else around you is saying that it's wrong. You know, the commentators are saying it's wrong. The newspaper says it's wrong the next day. And then the newspaper the day after that says, oh, maybe it wasn't wrong. Uh, you know, so mm. clearly he is losing control of the football uh, when he's putting it down. The big thing about it is it was so crucial. Yeah. Like they were back. South Sydney were back in that game, scores that try, 18-all, game on, 
and then it just frittered away after. But that you've point. got to think as well. It's also crucial for Manly of as course. well. So if the if the call goes the other way, mm. um, and then there's a blow up there as well, and then potentially that could be the wrong call Man- as well. And Manly that fans be... probably aren't as loud. Yeah, well, um, as our Sydney supporters, so it probably would have gone under the yeah. radar. Yeah. Well, it could mean it could mean it could have meant you know the end of their hopes for the finals as well. So it did, it did have big implications, I guess, whichever way it went, but. Um, one bunker call does not a game make. So if you drop the ball, um, you know, complete at 65%, you're not going to win anyway. So it's one decision I don't think can cost a team a game. Can't believe you're bringing balance to this podcast. Yeah. That's not what we're Stop about, Cam Whaley. Yeah, Jeez, fantastic. Sorry. Uh, Again. Now, now, this is the story that keeps bringing itself to uh, – What's an ugly head, I've got to say, too. Robbie Farrah versus Jason Taylor at the West Tigers. Uh, You delve into this a little bit more, Maria, too, in this week's magazine. Yeah, our um, staff writer, Ben Lonergan, talked to Mitchell Moses and Dean Hallatow, who, um, you know, obviously can't really offer any real opinion other than we do what the coach says. Um, But I think there's something (laughs) in that for everyone, isn't there? Well, yeah, they did say... We'll do what the coach says. So, um, and Dean uh, Hallatow, especially, is really good mates with Robert Farrow. has known him for however many years, yeah. taking his position. Yep. Um, so he's like, honestly, it's a little bit awkward, but um, you know, we all want to win. We all want to play finals. And Robbie missed. Robbie could miss the game on the weekend with a calf injury. Hope not. Calling that one for Fox Sports oh, yeah. Australia Sports. Oh, yeah, that would be ten forty at Campbelltown <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> Um, Paul How early do you have to get up to get there at You have to be there two hours beforehand, <laughs> oh, before you go oh, on at 8.30. Yeah. yeah well. It's like you're kicking the dew off. It's like the under sevens again. Mm. It's fantastic. At least it's um, over and done with for the day. Well, that's true. I've got a, uh, a Lily Pilly FC gala day to go to. There you um, go. Win-win. <laughs> Sorry, team. Um, uh, Paul Vaughan's also in that game as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of talent uh, within that intra-super premiership. But I, I think we're getting closer to a resolution. Certainly we're a lot closer to a resolution than we were when this started 12 months ago, quite obviously. But I think there's an, an understanding now that the feeling I get is that Robbie Farrar understands that he won't be at the club next year and that he won't be back in first grade this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it, it... Unless there's heaps of injuries or something. Uh, I think it just needs to um, be resolved one way or, or another. Obviously, it's going to be a tough pill to swallow for Robbie, but um, coach's call, coach's, coach's word. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he is burning all around the country at the moment. Uh, it's, the thing about it is he's owed $950,000, we think, for next year. He's got to get it in some way, shape or form. The thing for him, in many ways, he does care how he gets it, but he's just got to get it. From the West Tigers' point of view, they've got to get it to him, but they want to pay as little as possible. Mm-hmm. So their best option is getting a cashed-up UK club that will come in and pay for it. But the likelihood of that, and Robbie's got to agree to that, mm. is, I think, less um, appealing for him. And I think he's very keen to stick around in the NRL because of his view that he wants to play State of Origin next year. So that means a club could pick up Robbie Farrar very, very cheaply. It would be a great investment, wouldn't it? Especially for, yeah, you do Newcastle or? Well, well no, because they don't, they, they're they looking for um, youth. Yes, and they already have Danny Levi there and they've yeah. got Tyler Randall as well and they believe, you know, Danny Levi is their long-term hooker over the next, um, you know, 10 years or so. So they're not going to buy someone to come in and then take his position. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, 
maybe Cronulla. Mark Lennis is yeah. Is or retiring. did they they bought Mania someone Charrington that, yeah. just signed for them? Yeah. So you know, oh, right. yeah, okay. that, it it's, makes it very interesting from Poor that Mania point Or Mania Sherrington, by the way, who <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New South Wales Cup hooker. So he was he was coming off the bench for first grade. Yeah. Um, and then was dropped down to New South Wales Cup, and then now he was New South Wales Cup hooker, and then Robbie Farah's come in. Now he's <laughs> back to the bench in New South Wales Cup as well. So he's wearing if, number nineteen this oh, week. He might get a game because of that injury. Poor Mania. Yeah. He's, um, now every. Three or four years, you go to your shed, if you're a Dragon supporter, you dust off the old oust, doust banners that you have and you make your way down to the Leagues Club there um, just opposite Cogra's Jubilee Oval. So it, it's on again. Um, this time um, it's probably uh, a well-orchestrated media campaign as much as the results have been disappointing for the Dragons. But the thing about it is it all flared up at a time when they were just outside the eight <laughs> and they were challenging yeah. for it. I mean, the performances haven't been good, but... You know, we seem to get this every couple of years about Peter Doust. And he is oh, he's doing well. He should buy a lotto ticket. How many years has he been? 16. He's the longest wow. serving CEO in the National Rugby League. Yeah, I, I find it. I have a lot of Dragons friends and uh, family who are constantly on this. But you're absolutely right. Like they still, if they can beat the dogs on Friday, um, still very well in the running for the top eight. Um, and I don't know what's different this year compared to every other year that they need to ask. Like what what's... What are they mad about? They need a signing, though, Pam. They do need. I signing. reckon they need yeah. a signing. Well, they just they just got Tarek Sims mid-season, and they have just uh, actually re-signed Matt Dufty, who was the we were talking about last week yeah. as well. So he's there till twenty twenty, I think. Um, but but so, I mean, they need they need someone in the spine. So nine, yes, six, seven, definitely. or one that well, is profile. This is maybe where Robbie Farrah comes in. But the thing is, is the Dragons are linked to any player who comes on the market. As soon as they come on the market, it's, oh, Dragons. Um, so, yes, they do need someone. Um, we're still not sure what's happening with Benji Marshall there as well. Mm. So, uh, but L- looks it's been there for 16 than, years. Yeah. I, I, I really don't understand it. I don't understand why. Maybe maybe that's the here. crux of it. Maybe 16 Dragons, years, that's yeah, it. Yeah, maybe Dragons fans just want something new so they can see see something else. I don't know. They won the premiership fairly recently as well. And, and that's right. From an evolution point of view and from a political point of view, Peter Dowse needs a signing because then it's – you can start looking forward next year to a bit more with – you know, they're not that far away, are they? No. You no. Know, they, they've played di- at different stages. But yeah. the last few weeks, you can understand why the pressure has mounted because yeah. they've been very disappointing in their in their last three losses. Now, no surprise that the Sharks don't get a home final. The teams don't get suburban home finals. I don't know why you'd want to do that other than – you like playing at home, but to play at Allianz Stadium in front of a bigger crowd, the Sharks' groundswell of support is massive yeah. this year. So ride the wave, Sharkies. Absolutely. Why would you uh, kind of potentially shut out twenty twenty five thousand fans that you could get at Allianz Stadium um, to only have? You know, 10, 15, mm. what is it? What's the max at? Oh, it's 20, about 21 20, or something 20, like that. Yeah. 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 Plus, they all go into the King Wan restaurant <laughs> after. <laughs> exactly. The card, so that's where the, they miss out a little with bit. The other, with the opposing fans teams as well. So, teams, fans. Yes. Yeah. As well. Um, <laughs> having a shocker. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't see why you would. The NRL hosts these finals as well. So, that's they right. get the gate taking. So, they, they're able to decide what they want and. That's fair enough, I think, if they want more gate takings. Fair enough. Whilst we're on the Sharkies, Mick Innes. I reckon he took everyone by surprise this year, uh, this week in announcing his retirement. It certainly took me by surprise, Maria. You? 
I I literally gasped when um, it started. Give us an example of that. (laughs) Not Mick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I've had a lot to do with him because over the years I've done a lot of pull dog stories. Sure. Um, And he's honestly legitimately one of the nicest people I've ever met in rugby league, um, as well as still being in really good form. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was a big shock. But he's got a huge family. I can imagine at this point he just wants to hang out and he'll probably have a pretty good media career going forward. Oh, I think he's um, already, well, he's doing a lot of stuff with mm. Fox Sports. I think he'll do a lot, lot more um, yeah. in the years to come as well. Um, so, yeah, done well. Thiday and Maguire suspensions, no problem with that. Manu Maus suspension, no problem with that. To be honest, um, Lisa Nama, grade oh, three, grade three, three weeks. Yeah, three weeks. I thought maybe a little unlucky that grade two, but, you know, did whack him in the head and Tim Grant took no further part in the game. So you understand that one. Um Things are happening out at Penrith. Clawsome, I think, is the the headline we read today. Uh, Peter Wallace re-signs. I think that's really great. Lalani Latu re-signs. You'd love to know the numbers on this. You wonder whether they picked him up cheap because he is a very, very good player in the making. And and, and now they've got a squad there with the extension of Trent uh, Merrin as well. um, The nucleus is there, Pam. Yeah, that's very true. And we've been saying it for the past few years as well. You know, they've been building and building and um, some of the players who were quite young a couple of years ago, you know, Maddie Moylan is 24 or so now. Bryce Cartwright's still only 21 or 22 or something. Mm. And and some of these younger other guys as well, you know, Dylan Watins, Lesniak and a few of them. Tamari Martin. Exactly. Nathan Cleary. Yeah. Yeah. So um, not only have they developed some of these guys over the past few years Mm. and past few seasons, they're still bringing in some of these younger guys as well you know they're 18 19 year olds so um yeah they're they're definitely building for the future but they they still have a pretty good chance this year as well so Mm. massive game on saturday night uh cowboys up against the storm no jt what does the result mean then maria it's it's a bit sad isn't it i was really looking forward to seeing those two teams play full strength i think the storm obviously will take this opportunity as well to go hard for the minor premiership so um, they're going to play, I think, out of their skin. I don't know. I don't know what it means, to be honest. Um, the Cowboys still do play. Like when he went off the field, I know they were already very well in control yeah. last week. Yeah, Bulldogs were rubbish. Um, yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> but, um, Sorry, I thought I slipped that in there. That's fine. Um, but I, yeah, it's, it, they haven't had any disruptions really mm. um, for the past however many years. So I'm interested to see how they come up against such a good team and I think they'll hang in there. I wouldn't be surprised even if they managed to steal a win. The Cowboys. You're yeah, sticking look, with the cows. Look, I tip the storm, but oh look, we'll talk about it later. Maybe How many fences my... can you sit on at any uh, one podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Round twenty one in a nutshell, there it is for the run to the finals podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call. One eight hundred triple five triple seven. Tickets are now on sale for the Rugby League Experience annual Legends of League Grand Final Cruise. Spend the afternoon cruising Sydney Harbour with great food and drink whilst being entertained by Rugby League legends Tommy Radonagas, Mick Crocker and Mark Spud Carroll. So if you're in Sydney for the Grand Final, why not join in the fun? It's always a great day. For more information or to book, Call us on 1300-885-718 or email therugbyleagueexperience.com.au. Run to the finals podcast. It's Big League Magazine's presentation brought to you by Slater and Gordon. If you have a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call. The number is 1-800-555-777. 1-800-555-777. All right, let's have a look at the games, girls. Round 21, starting with 
the game Thursday night. Roosters up against the Broncos. Now, Broncos minus a couple of important players here. Um, Josh Maguire's out. Sam Thayday's out. They're out of form. How do we see it? Well, the Roosters have won three of their past four games against the Broncos at Allianz, Ooh, which is stat. an interesting stat. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a couple of those guys out, I'm tipping this to be a lot closer than probably what people think it is. Mm. The Roosters haven't been that bad. So I feel like it's it's been building up to eventually cracking that, getting the win. Pam? I think that they will be much better with Matt Gillette back, which uh, the Broncos, obviously. Mm. Um, I think they really missed him. I think they, they missed him up front um, a lot in the past, well, last week especially. Um, yeah, I think the Broncos will win here. Five-day turnaround with travel is my only concern with the Roosters. Gee, I thought they were good against the Melbourne Storm. They were, they were yeah. physical. Yep. So against a really physical side like the Melbourne Storm, they were physical. And I saw the Broncos the week before against the Rabbitohs, and I thought, okay, here we go. Away they go. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. They weren't. They just couldn't against the Panthers. A very disappointing performance. And that's at home. So now they've got a bit of travel involved in this one. Really tight. I'm going to go to the Roosters in that one. Friday night, we've got Bulldogs up against the Dragons. Now, just on that Roosters-Broncos game, that's a replay or a rematch the 2000 grand final. Of course, the Broncos snuck home in that one. Um, Bulldogs up against the Dragons. That is a rematch of 1985 where the Bulldogs got... I was not born. Okay, all right. (laughs) Neither. Well, no, just, just. Well, you either are or you aren't. Well, look. 1985 (laughs) grand final, about September 1985. Were you born? No, yes or no question. I was not alive. All right. Well, um, let's fast forward to 2016, around <laughs> yeah. 21, uh, Friday night. Uh, Bulldogs up against the Dragons. Where to for the Dragons? Where to for the Bulldogs? Shocking. Shocking last week. Really, uh, really bad. Really bad. Nobody fired up. No. Maybe Moses had a go. I think that was about it. So, um, look, they need to – it could go either way. I'm not sure. The Bulldogs have to win Yeah. Um, to make up for what happened last week, basically. That's, well, they, that's the only thing I can. They've got more threats in the, yeah. in the Dragons. Yeah, I think they're going to come out and absolutely blow the Dragons away this week. I think last week was just an anomaly. I think that they maybe just needed to come crashing down to it. They'd had four wins before that and mm. maybe were thinking, you know, uh, maybe getting ahead of themselves a little bit. I think that that was a huge wake-up call for them. I think they'll come out and smash the Dragons this week. Dez will never wins. take the team to Cairns for four days ever again. Ever. Ever again. Now, yeah, I think the Bulldogs win that one and uh, win it comfortably as well. This is an interesting one. Warriors up against the resurgent Panthers. Warriors still very much in the race for this top eight. Yeah, and the, um, also, though, the Panthers have quite a good record against them. And in New Zealand, they won that game earlier in the year as well. Um, and, uh, look, I, I could flip a coin. Um, I think I tipped the Warriors, but I think it's interesting they put Tui back at fullback. Mm. Um, I think that's a good move. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Flip it. <laughs> Flip it. I don't know. Heads or tails. I don't okay. Know. All right. My concern is obviously both of these teams have um, lacked a bit of consistency this year and in previous years as well. The Panthers last week, that was the first time um, that they've really put together an 80-minute performance, I think, and really kind of took it, you know, taken it to a team and and – you know, really smashed out a result. Mm. Um, I wonder if they can do it two weeks in a row. I think the Warriors will win here. Undoubtedly their best performance of the year, 80-minute mm-hmm. performance from the Panthers last Friday night against the Broncos. The Warriors, I really like the way they're losing, as in, it. you know, they're competing yeah. all the way. Yeah. Um, 
you know, golden point again. They were down and out against the Raiders. Had every right to, you know, long trips. And it's like, oh, well, it's not our week again. Mm-hmm. But they fought and fought and fought and just couldn't quite. I'll, I'll go the Panthers, um, but I think another really, really spirited contest. Eels up against the West Tigers. I reckon there were signs last week that it might have been Eels are thinking, oh, it's just too much. It's too hard. Mm. We've come this far. Yeah. Yeah, they still they still put in, but um, at this point in the season, and then um, Manu Mau got suspended. Mm. Big lot. He's a good he's player. He's a really, really good player. Yeah. And um, I think also just the West Tigers really, I mean, for Jason Taylor's sake especially, need to keep winning. And um, mm. I think that'll that'll swing it towards their way. Yeah, well, the the problem with um, obviously Manu is a fantastic player, but who they bring in for him, I think, is a bigger issue because they are really stretched there at the back. I think that it could come down to um, John Falau, who's kind of come back from injury and has played one game in New South Wales Cup, and then um, he could just be thrown in there. So, um, yeah, it's uh, I think the West Highlanders will get Fui Mauno, do you think they could put him in first grade? It might be a salary cap problem. Maybe, yeah. He's a Holden Cup player. He's a gun. Beretta Faromo? No, t- um, Tyrell yeah. Fui Mauno. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying he's another Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, they don't look Beretta is injured. Week, he has a fractured cheek and no. he's out for the rest of the Our season. Our casualty award in big league, very See? helpful. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> they really stretched back there. That was their problem and I think that was part of the reason why they went to the judiciary as well to, well, if he challenged it, he would only get a week. He wouldn't have gotten any extra time for challenging. So, um, But they really do need him to play this week. So, um, yeah, I think the West Tigers might have them here. Tigers for me. Tigers for me in that one. This is the big one. Cowboys up against the Storm. Up there at one three hundred Smile Stadium. No, Jonathan Thurston. No. So Ray Thompson comes in, who's no slouch. So um, he's not Jonathan Thurston, but he's still a great player. Um, Michael Morgan will obviously have to take a lot of responsibility, as will Lachlan Coote probably. Yes. Um, and and they do. And they do. Uh, the Storm are just um, when you what they're just so good. Every time they get within twenty meters, I'm like, oh, they'll score. Um, so I I think I'm leaning towards Melbourne in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys could jag a win here. I think um, obviously the Storm have been sensational this year, but I think the Cowboys have kind of been building as well. Um, and even though when Jonathan Thurston went off against the Bulldogs last week, they were well in front. I think Michael Morgan really took on that responsibility quite well. And um, I think that they will, I think they'll go on with it this week. Forward battle, unbelievable. Scott, Cooper, Tamo, Taumalolo. Up against Bromwich, uh, the brothers, Proctor, Kafusi, Harris, that's that's going to be huge. I think the Storm, their game control is just phenomenal. Uh, Cooper Cronk and Cameron Smith, uh, and Cameron Munster is a genuine star. He's very good. Out and out star mm-hmm. at the back. Um, in, the, it, in my mind, this is the other grand final. Yeah. Uh, I, this is the grand final preview game. for me. Yeah. Um, Cowboys up against the Storm, and minus Jonathan Thurston, the teams are too close. I think uh, the visitors get the win on that occasion. Rabbitohs against the Raiders. Danger game for the Raiders, 100%. I reckon. percent. This is such a game for the Raiders. You could picture them losing because they should win and they deserve to win. So, um, I I mean, I tipped them. I think last week that period where they sort of lost it um, and the Warriors came back was a bit alarming. And mm. that's very that's mm. a very Raiders thing to do. They very like, much so. They like, yeah, winning in, in, in short like small circumstances. So, um, yeah, I, I they have to win. But Souths weren't that bad in the second half against Manly either. Agree. And they're very talented. They do have a very talented side. Mm. So it's going to be close, I think. 
Yeah, I think if the Rabbitohs, their problem has been completions and holding onto the ball, you know, and just ridiculous errors. I think if they can get their concentration back and get some confidence about themselves, I think that they could go on with it and really shock the Raiders here. But um, I do think that the Raiders will... I think the Raiders will win. In my mind, the Raiders have to win well. I've only got three teams that can win the comp, the top mm-hmm. three sides. Apart from that, they're just playing for positions in the eight. If the Raiders win comfortably and win well on Sunday, then I'll start to re- rethink things. But mm-hmm. they need to do that. I think the Raiders win, but I, I think they get home just mm. against South Sydney. Here's the other grand final rematch. Seagulls up against the Knights. We saw this in 1997. We're seeing it at Brookvale Oval. And this one... Um, I think Manly on a roll. I really think they can they can make a real charge. I think they're going to fall short, but they can real charge towards the semifinals, and this is a win for them. Agreed. They've they've got the confidence now as well, which they were lacking earlier in the season. Um, Tom Trebojevic at the Star. back, absolute like, and he's not even a fully grown man yet. He's still a teenager, so it's a bit. He's like a man child, isn't he? He's and he's he's very tall and like broad yeah. when you see him in person. He doesn't look like that on TV. I don't think. Um, and um, Jamie Bura in like the form of his career. Yes, should play um, Origin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? what? Uh, Jamie Lyon at six, I think, was a good move. Yeah. So, um, yeah, unfortunately for the Knights, um, and they they do the Knights don't have a very good uh, record either at Brookvale, so that's against them as well. Yeah, I think the Knights the past couple of weeks have really put in some um, brave performances and taken it to some of the top teams. But now without, um, you know, Jared Mullins out for another couple of weeks with another hamstring injury Mm -hmm. and Mitch Barnett is suspended for two weeks as well, who's been one of their best players for um, five weeks, I think. Yeah, Yeah, five weeks or so. Um, So he has been unreal and so he's suspended for two weeks as well. I think Sione Matoudi is another one. Exactly. Um, I think it will get a bit too much for the Knights this week and men will get the win. He must have lost all confidence in his hamstring now, Jared Mullen. Like, yeah. You know, just well, you see, you've he does he does attempt to run and, and do a couple of things, but I think that um, I don't know how he continues mm. to um, kind of go through the rehab and, yeah. and then yeah. keep going out there because the, the hamstring, that is one of those injuries that it would just play on your mind all the time because you never know when it's going to go. And it was something, I think um, last week, it was something just totally innocuous. Um yeah, no, it, it, like it was nothing. To, just standing yeah. there trying, like playing tug of war with the yeah. uh, attacker, and it just ping. Oh, it didn't go that bad. But uh, <laughs> uh, Monday night, Titans up against the Sharkies. Sharkies, Sharkies, fifteen in a row. Do they go to sixteen? I reckon this is a danger game for Sharkies. I think so too. The Titans are like this dark horse mm. who keep mm. uh, keep on keeping on, and they're in the running. And what a Monday night game! Because usually by the time I get to Monday, I'm like, ugh. You know, got one eye on the TV, the other doing the ironing or something. Um, you know what? You know what, went through, my, you know what went through my no, mind? Really. You know what went through my mind? I thought ironing and I thought, please don't say it out loud. That's ridiculously sexist. Who and then you days? said it out loud. <laughs> Look, it, it's a stretch. <laughs> I'm probably on Snapchat or Instagram. Or oh, those, nah, now we're getting closer to the One of those Gen Y things. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> uh, but I think, I mean, you can't go past the Sharks, obviously. But yeah. at Seabus, you know, in front of the home fans, Gold Coast, it's mm. on a roll. I don't know. Good crowd there uh, last week. Was yeah. it last week there was mm. the good crowd? Yeah. yeah. They're starting yes. to build some really good crowds out there, obviously, on the back of their form. But yeah. you know what I think this week, Ryan James having the captaincy, I think last, last week and the past few weeks, he's kind of been a little bit down on where he started the season just he in mm. cracking form. Mm. I think that that will inspire him to have a big game this week. I would look out for him. So from an NRL fantasy point of view, if you yeah. captain, you double your points, right? Right, yes. Right. Does it double your errors as well? 
Well, Ryan, you, you just get a you can final give away a penalty, Ryan. Yeah, you just get a final score. So if you get um so yeah, if you give away a penalty or something, you get minus right. three points or something like that. Um Paul Gallon's in Fiji. He's in Fiji. Mm-hmm. Paul yeah. Gallon's on a family oh, holiday in Fiji. Okay, yep. So, like, he comes back on the Saturday, goes to um, uh, captain's run, and then – so, you know, I just think that the Sharks, they haven't played that well. They got away with it against the Roosters. They got away with it against the Knights. I'm not sure they'll get away with it against the top. – I'm going to tip the Sharks, but it's just danger signs everywhere. Alarm bells ringing. Fearless predictions, maybe? That would be the fearless. Goal. No, but you could go out on a limb and pick the Titans. Oh, we could go golden point or something. Oh, like a challenge. Oh. Mm, just saying. Mm. Yeah. Put it out there. Right. You get back to your vacuuming. No. <laughs> I don't do that either. <laughs> My husband does that. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. That's the way it should be. Run to the finals <laughs> podcast, Big Lake Magazine, brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Give them a call, 1-800-555-777. They do all their vacuuming as well. Time to have a chat with our fantasy guru. Sounds a little different, doesn't it? But you know what I mean. Fantasy football guru and NRL.com writer, Chris Kennedy, a.k.a. CK1, uh, welcome back to the program, CK. You made it for a second week. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> and the reason you made it for a second week is that you gave our listeners a tip on who to pick up, and it was big Connie Hurrell, and he delivered. I believe Maria Yu uh, jumped into Connie Hurrell. Yeah, look, but then three of my other players didn't play, so oh. um, James Maloney, Latrell moved to the wing. It was a disaster, but Connie did well. Yeah, disaster. Did well. It was an <laughs> eleven. I, I think I'm. Um, I think I'm. I'm not making the top eight this year. Mm, yeah. Yeah. How was it for you, CK? It was a good week? It wasn't too bad. I left uh, Conrad out of my 17, which wasn't uh, oh. the best decision in hindsight. I think I got 9.24, so I lost a couple of head-to-head leagues, unfortunately, but, yeah, not a terrible score. I wanted to I, – um, I think it was this week you were chatting. I saw a few tweets from you on Twitter about captaincy, right? Yeah. So what? I- who did you put as captain this week? Who would you have as captain um, for round 21, and what are the general rules around who your captain should be? Well, I stupidly went uh, from Cam Smith to Fafita at the last minute. I thought he'd be well-rested after the bye, and he just exploded against Newcastle, which didn't prove to be the case. Um, so my advice for captains is do what I usually do and just go Cam Smith every single week, no matter what. Origin's <laughs> over, he's well-rested, he scores well against uh, good teams in tough games, he scores well against uh, the easier teams as well. So just Cam Smith every week, lock him in. Safe. Um, Chris, is it time to drop people like Latrell Mitchell and uh, David Fusatua, who's also moved to the centres this week? You bet it is. Mm-hmm. You bet it is. Time to consolidate your team for the run home. So anyone who's not an actual, you know, real top shelf keeper, uh, time to phase them out of your team. Latrell, uh, he's done a great job for a lot of us as a cash cow. A few that scores on the way, but out on the wing now and a couple of low scores, he's losing cash. He's not in your best 17, ideally. So time to move him on and Fusatua, uh, yeah, similar deal. Okay, phasing... Latrell and David out. Who do you phase in? Well, phasing in, it's uh, you, you just want to do what you can to consolidate your team and get those absolute top shelf keepers. So uh, in your in your back line, you're talking about Jared Croker, uh, Ewan Aitken, Joey Leilua, uh, Josh Mansour, Cameron Munster, James Tedesco, uh, all these sorts of guys. Uh, Cam Smith, can be one hooker, and then just drive the big guns, guys like... Um, Trent Marin, Andrew Fafita, Sean Johnson, all the uh, the real the big guns for the for the run home. Who is there any cheapies this week? Anyone who you think could have a have a big week or um, someone that we could likely pounce on? 
not really in, in terms of cheapies, but it's, it's a bit late for cheapies anyway. Conrad was a bit of a late-season surprise, but uh, ideally you've, you've made your money by now. So if you're, if you're buying a cheap player, you just want to make him an absolute bargain basement guy who's not even going to play. You don't want an old emergency risk a guy who's going to get you know four or eight points and potentially hurt you if you've got a laid out. So just get a 130 grand guy who you've never heard of who's not going to play and, and put the money into the keepers. Um, Trent Merrin, he's had a good season. Last mm. week, obviously, was his best, probably his best game in, in a long time, and he's been resigned and all of that. Um, do you think it's an anomaly, or should we stick with him for the rest of the season? Oh, he's definitely in great form, and he, he looks like a keeper. Um, the, the score last week, obviously, boosted by a try, and he's won 50th games, probably a little bit um, above what he's, he's likely to get uh, moving forward, but he's still at absolute keeper level. Probably the only thing to be aware of is that potentially uh, to Murray Martin returning, pushing Bryce Cartwright into, Bryce Cartwright into the, the back row rotation might impact the uh, the work rate and the, the minutes a little bit of the other back rowers, but I think Trent Marin looks pretty safe anyway. Sally Fitzgibbons believes he's a keeper as well too, so good news there for Trent. Uh, a very late try for him. Do you jump out of your chair, CK, when you uh, when you see who it is that's scoring? Um, I sort of jump out of my chair and face plant on the floor when Trent Marin does it because I sold him back in about round five. <laughs> going so well, so. <laughs> That was my big, uh, my one big fail for the season, unfortunately. You're supposed to be the guru. You tipped Conrad Hull, then you didn't put him in. You haven't got Trent Merrin in. He's a, the stats leader from round 20. Um, all right, what about some of the other th- the milestones around uh, this, this round 21? Uh, Trent Robinson. It seems to have come up very quickly, doesn't it? 100 games for the Roosters already. That's come up quickly. He's done an all right job. Two minor premierships and a, and a premiership in there, but uh, yeah, not going so well at the moment. Melbourne in good away form. Um, this game, minus Jonathan Thurston. Uh, can we get a little preview from your CK1? Yeah, I think it'll still be a, a tough game. I think no Thurston obviously makes it hard for the uh, the Cowboys. You saw how lethal they were when he was on the field in the first half with all those uh, repeat sets last week. I just think that the form that Melbourne are in and just how, how consistent, how professional they are, they might uh, be able to hand the Cowboys their first first home loss of the year up at Townsville, but still a great team for the Cowboys. They won't uh, give it up easily. I think it'll be a close one. And I just you made mention of him a little bit earlier. He's a bit of a keeper as well. Jared Croker, Raiders captain. He's just going to win the point scoring tally by the length of the street. He might get close to 300. Like he, Potentially, there could be seven or eight games to go for the Raiders, um, and he might get close to that, that 300 mark. He's been absolutely on fire. You know what I love about Jared Croker? How much he hates losing. <laughs> you watch him after a loss, he hates it. It hurts him. Mm. You kind of feel like he's going to cry a bit when he's yeah. done a lot. Yeah. yeah, you can tell. Yeah. Anyway, completely separate to fantasy games, but uh, that's just something I thought I'd throw in. CK1, you've been fantastic. Uh, I reckon if we get a good performance out of you this week, you might get invited back for round 22. Well, I will cross my fingers and my toes and hope for the best. Good luck, mate. Good luck. Thanks. Thanks, CK. Thanks, guys. Chris Kennedy there, and as NRL fantasy guru, and of course, writes for NRL.com. Here we go with our fearless. Girls, tell you what, between between these segments, you girls go at each other. Can't believe What sort of. It's a toxic relationship you have in there. No, it's a a great relationship. We just see each other too much. Right. I actually really enjoy your company. I don't know why. I don't know where this is coming from. Hashtag awkward. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of hashtag, we've got to tell you about the uh, Four Nations Prize, courtesy of Big League Magazine, the Rugby League Experience. You've got to hashtag your uh, social media, be it Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. 
Hashtag my big league. If you do, show this yeah, big so league. This is a Holding your mag. Yeah, up. holding your mag up. The most creative price. A man sent in um, him reading his mag in front of 40 years worth of mags that he's collected. Oh. And he's got them in bins um, and he's outstanding, so you've got to do better than that. Hard to beat that yeah. one. Organisational skills yep. as well on, on point. point. I, I saw that um, there was someone, a little kid reading their big league magazine. That's always going to garner good points too, isn't it? Oh, mm-hmm. babies, got, yeah, babies, animals. Babies reading big league. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, keep an eye out for that across your social media networks. Um, our social media star of the week. Now, last week it was Darcy Lussick talking about Nathan Peets. This week, Nathan Peets comes in to play himself. Yeah, look, between these two, we probably won't have any more for the rest of the year. But um, Nathan, before the uh, game against Paris, says, I'll be waiting at Gold Coast Airport with a carton of eggs ready to be thrown at you grubs at Clinton Gutherson at Brad Takarangi at Tin Manor. <laughs> It's funny because it actually says cartoon of eggs. Oh, he was, uh, he was typing fast. Yeah, cartoon of eggs. Really? The two thumbs getting in the way there. So a cartoon <laughs> yeah. of eggs. Um, all right. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. He wins uh, for the year, be... though. He's just he's excellent on Twitter. Yeah. Gee, he's funny. Yeah, I, I follow yeah, him. Yeah, he's funny. I follow him. Yeah, he's good value. Uh, all right. Now, our fearless predictions. Now, last week, Maria, you had a little win. Fearless predictions. 13 plus West Tigers. Robbie oh. Farrah still in reserve grade. Yeah. Sorry, Robbie. Yeah, um, did it comfortably too. Um, all of, uh, what was it, um, 13 points. Yep, that's right. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about how Pam sucked. Well, <laughs> see this attitude I know, again. Like, I know, I know. Far out. I don't know where it's coming from. Um, yes, I did though because uh, Mitch Moses and Luke Brooks did not combine for three try assists. Tell so. you what, he had a good game though, Mitch, Mitch Moses. Moses, he yeah. did. Played really, really well. Yep. One really good try assist uh, to Josh Alloy, uh, getting his first NRL try and that was just after his 40-20. 40-20 mm-hmm. is almost like a try assist now, isn't it? Really? Like, that's how important it is. Yeah. So does that get you closer? Surely. Anyway. At least that's two. No. All right. No. You're right. Okay. That's two. You still don't get <laughs> you your still point. still don't get it. You still don't get your point because you had to get still three. Mm-hmm. Um, mine last week that uh, six of the top eight sides would win, that two would lose, um, which was right. Uh, I did get one of them wrong. I said the Broncos would beat the Panthers and the Cowboys would beat the Bulldogs, which was correct. The latter, the former, not mm-hmm. correct. But it still resulted in six from eight. Of the top eight sides winning, so technically, technically, it was mm-hmm. correct. So, yeah, yeah. thanks, Pam. You I would say me. I'm number one, you can be number two, Pam's number three. On the leaderboard. I mean, clearly Pam's number three, yep. no doubt about it. So that brings us to this. Why don't you, as, <laughs> as number three, why don't you go first this week and give us your fearless prediction, please, Pam? I think uh, when Lola Hia, Tui Moala Lola Hia, I hate saying his first name because it's difficult, um, but when he's been coming from the bench, he's really put in a lot of effort mm. um, to try and kind of prove himself, I guess, when he's been coming from the bench for the Warriors. I think that he'll score three tries this week. Three Whoa. tries against yeah, three. the Panthers? Yes. Wow. Fearless. Fearless. Well done. Going out there. Well done, Maria. Uh, now I'm worried about mine. Um, without Jonathan Thurston there, I think uh, leadership, Matt Scott, will crack the 200-metre mark. 200 metres? Yep. 200-metre mark 200. for Matt Scott yep. against the Melbourne Storm Against Force. the Storm. Wow. Okay. Fearless. Yeah, we're going out there yeah. today. Brings you to mind. Not so fearless by the sounds of that. Um, the... <laughs> 1997 Grand Final is a classic of all time. It's the Seagulls up against the Knights. So they play again this week in round 21. I think this is going to be a continuation of good form from the Manly Seagulls. So they have scored on average 18 points, in fact, 18.83 points per game this year, Mm -hmm. whereas the Knights have given up an average of 33.6 points. So I think that the Manly Seagulls are going to score more than 34 points against the Knights at Brookvale Oval. So your fearless prediction is based on stats. Yeah, yeah, but it's but them scoring. See, that's unusual. That's nearly twice as many points they've scored per game this year. 
Mm-hmm. They're going to do it against the Newcastle Knights, I reckon, at home. Yeah, that's... Be what's described as a good old-fashioned flogging, I reckon, at Brookvale. Not as fearless, <laughs> all right, all right. Not as, fearless as yours. I understand, girls. Um, appreciate your time today. It's been great. I think we're doing it all again next week, right? Yes. We'll yeah, looking forward to that. Thanks Every to our guests, uh, CK1. Do appreciate it. It's uh, the Run to the Finals podcast brought to you by Slater and Gordon. Remember, if you've got a legal issue to tackle, give Slater and Gordon a call on 1-800-555-777 and have a great rugby league weekend. Well, if you don't believe in fairy tales, we might see the giant fairy tale of all time. One kick, one moment in time. It looks to me as all. Oh, it still works. Wow. He hits it. He's got it.